Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. We are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. And today is no exception. We have a jam-packed show for you. We have special guests Kurt Angle and Ethan Carter III talking with Mr. Wrestling Memes, Tom Anstey, about their world title match this Sunday, June 28th, 2015 at TNA Slammiversary. That's Slammiversary number 13. Ooh, that's not their WrestleMania, but that's their SummerSlam, right? Uh, that is, yeah. Uh, Bound for Glory is their WrestleMania. Yeah, this is their Slummer Spectacular. Yeah, this is only on pay-per-view. That is still a thing, people. I hope you didn't throw your cable boxes away. You still need them. Yeah, you need those to prop up your TV. Yeah, and to order Slammiversary. Yeah, you need to block that. You need to block the cable box when your brother's trying to change the channel and you're fighting over the uh, the old TV remote. So we get the scoop. Is is the streak going to end for Ethan Carter III? Is, is Kurt Angle going to lose his title? Tom finds it all out. We get we get all the scoops. Yeah, we get all the scoops. And if we don't get them, we make them up. That's right. That's right. Make them up and throw them out into the internet for them to be true. That's true. you got to release it into the internet. You make things real that way. And we'll announce at the end of this podcast, uh, the end of this episode, rather. Uh, who, <laughs> the who very have... end of this podcast. <laughs> season finale. Yeah, season finale, guys. Uh, no no, uh, no breaks in this show. Jesus Christ. No this breaks. is our, our four-year anniversary oh, was a couple God. of episodes ago, right? Yeah, or was it five? Comes and goes, you know? It grows <laughs> up so fast. Grows up so fast. Not old enough. Throws to... up so fast. Throws up so quickly. <laughs> I'm barfing. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, at the end of this episode, we'll announce who we have on the podcast next week. My brother told me that they all got sick. Like him, his wife, uh, my, my twin nephews, they were all sick. Like a bug got passed around them. And it was so sad that one of the boys, Ryan, um, he doesn't speak much, you know, fluent English yet. And it's fluent English, huh? Yeah. Fluent. If this is going to be a vomit joke, it's going to be really funny because he doesn't speak too much fluid English. Fluent, fluent, fluent. Um, and um, so he just went, no, no more, no more. And then, blarf. Nice. So it was so sad to hear that. But if you like kids puking, take joy in it. I thought it was kind of humorous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you a dry heaves guy, or do you prefer an all-out splurge? Oh, I prefer an all-out splurge. Me too. Who dry wants, heaves, yeah, who the, wants the dry heaves? You don't want your spinal cord influencing on whether or not you're gonna, you're, whether or not you're gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Dry heaves are the worst. They're the they're they're very they're very very upsetting. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's a good way. Enjoy your dinner, everybody. Yeah. But look, I know a lot of people like to gather around the old Victorola. Mm-hmm. And turn it on while they're eating their TV dinners and listen to the old podcast. They got a little auxil uh, headphones jack for the old uh, smartphone. What? For playing the podcast on the old timey stand up radio. Steve, you lose me on the technical aspects of the show. I don't know what's going on. Oh. I don't know how this stuff works. I'll take care of the technical stuff. You just make sure everybody likes to listen. We have the most confusing soundboard of any podcast on the planet. Like, I can say that confidently we have this gigantic thing it's a pro fx 12 professional mic line mixer with fx 
if you're if you're a sound person at all and you just heard that you probably went what are they doing with that yeah they don't need that at all they could have a uh a, a slim a slim, a slim pickings uh, seven yeah you should get one of those guys that's I, like 60 bucks and we also have a we also have a mic stand that's actually a mcfarland toys jack bauer action figure that's true we did use it for the interview yeah we have coming up next week we used we used a jack bauer kicking a door down book uh, it's not even a bookend. It's just a statue. And it's honestly, not a oh no, it's not because the Dory's kicking and bows out. So yeah, that'd be terrible. McFarland Toys doesn't make action figures. They make statues. They yeah. make tiny little super detailed statues. They make very detailed dolls. Yeah, they're not even dolls. They're, you can't even play with these things. Oh, I would do up Jack Bauer's hair real nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. That you can play with. You can't play with this. It's a statue. It's Jack Bauer kicking down a door. Yeah, this is this is we can say uh, guest multiple guests of the show. Phil Ranta, who was on last week, uh, had a very fun time recording with Phil. Did you hear that episode? No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is his. He has debated on opening this Jack Bauer twenty four toy countless times or selling it. He always checks the market on it to see. Oh, maybe it's worth a little bit more now. He goes through so much turmoil figuring out what to do with this twenty four. Jack Bauer, McFarlane toy. Look, they've probably got another three seasons of 24 to go. And uh, finally, when they kill off Jack Bauer, spoiler alert, everybody, then it's going to be worth a lot of money. I've never watched the show. This doesn't seem like it encapsulates any of the excitement of Jack Bauer. What, him kicking down a door? Yeah. It does a little bit. I mean, what would be great is if it was him uh, torturing someone. That'd be a nice little playset. Yeah, but this, this door that he's kicking in is not even... It's not even exploding. It's not a, like, there's not fragments of the door. It's just, it's bowing a bit. Um, his face isn't even all that mad. Uh, it looks, you know what he looks like? He looks like Mr. Anderson. From what? From TNA, Ken Anderson. Oh, Jesus, I thought you man, meant how from the Matrix. From, well, then you would know who that's from. Why yeah. are you like, from what? I, I didn't know if you meant the Matrix 1 or the Matrix Reloaded or Matrix Revolutions. No, I would like, if someone knows how to do customization of figures, what I would do is I would send this to them and then have this change so they, they put on, like, Mr. Anderson gear on there, get rid of that little dinky pistol he's got and put a microphone in his hand. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'd like that. And have it be, uh, I don't know, he's he's booting down a steel cage door. So then you got Mr. Anderson busting in. Mr. Uh, Anderson is better than Jack Bauer. I'm saying that right oh, now. Oh, wow. That's brave words. I'm a big fan of Jack Bauer. Yeah. And I like Mr. And Anderson. And I'm a big fan of Mr. Anderson because I know who he is. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, you know, that'd be a cool th- uh, action figure playset. Is it, it comes with each action figure comes with a wall or a corner of the uh, steel cage. Yeah. And so you buy four action figures and you get to set up the steel cage. Mm, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, like those Marvel figures where you get like a leg of the Hulk or a leg of Master Mold. Okay. A 24 type show. So explain 24 better t- to those listening in case they don't watch it. Maybe they're well, in the Scott, UK gonna, and they don't I'll, watch I'm going to explain it to you for the listeners okay. because you're right here and I can make eye contact with you. Because if I can't see the audience, I just blather on, oh my gosh. What a regular Kevin Smith you are. Yeah, real talker. Real big talker. Real big talker. Where does he get those great jerseys? I, I, I anyway, so 24 is a show. Probably makes it. He probably sends them to some toy maker who can alter normal jerseys and then turn them into that much like they could a jack bauer into a mr Ames. yeah mcfarland toys makes all of kevin smith's jerseys <laughs> yeah duh uh, yeah, you duh. can't play with them they're just on yeah them. you just get to wear them 
Twenty Four is a show where it there's twenty four episodes in a season, and yes. each episode takes place in one hour of the day, and right. it's sequ- sequential. Um, what is Jack Bauer? Is Jack Bauer FBI? is a he is a field agent for the C- Los Angeles CTU, which is their counterterrorism unit. Oh, and um, I think in the first two episodes, like the first two seasons, he's the head of the CTU. Oh. So for being like the kind of guy who gives people their marching orders, he also goes out into the field a lot and like conducts sort of SWAT missions and sort of he always every season I think he always gets like blackmailed into almost assassinating the president and at the last second he gets out of it. What? Yeah. Also, uh the show I think I personally think is notorious for having all these backstories of like these like B stories of characters I just don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. And it's them sort of like debating on like some mystery that they're trying to solve that somehow gets connected to whatever Jack Bauer is dealing with. Okay. Where it's like, my husband won't talk to me anymore. He's always in the garage working on that nuclear bomb. And then you come back to Jack Bauer. We've got to find that nuclear bomb. So okay. no matter what, the supporting characters are always kind of blah, but everybody who works with Jack Bauer is always pretty great. This show needs to be remade with a wrestler. Uh, I think you could put a wrestler in any season. It'd be great. And then that's the big baddie that uh, Jack Bauer's got to fight. Why can't Jack Bauer be replaced by a wrestler? Uh, because it's... Was well, Kiefer really that great? Kiefer's really that great. Is he? If anything, you just need to give Kiefer Sutherland a wrestling partner. I think that's... You need to make it Tag Team 24. Or 24 Tag Team. Hmm. I think okay. that's... that's. I'd watch the shit out of that. 24 Tag Team? Yeah. Okay. So then, it's got to be a brother, because that's higher stakes. You love stakes. Ah, uh, spoiler alert. He already dealt with his brother. Yeah, but he's got another brother from another mother. Oh, okay. All right. Then Black you can open guy. Up, you can open it up to anything in yeah, that point. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so you got a uh, Jack Bauer okay, brother Finn from another Baylor. mother. Okay, <laughs> Finn No way. Um... No, because then there's always uh, terrorist attacks happening because Baylor's always doing his body makeup. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, you don't have time for that. Oh, don't. <laughs> Getting the teeth. Um, Let's see. Jack Bauer has to deal with some, like, and they've really gone through almost every kind of t- possible terrorist attack there is. Like, they've done a ton of stuff. Like, sure. And you, it's always good. You know, when you have a tag team, it's best... Really, I like the Usos are cool and everything, but it's cooler when you have two different types of guys. Yeah, you want I, I like it because then it feels like a team. You're sort of covering each other's bases. Brock Bauer. Brock Bauer. Brock Lesnar. Whew. Mm-hmm. That is big. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. And Kiefer's just a little guy. Yeah, and Brock hates traveling, mm-hmm. so there's got to be some big terrorism for him to go. Yeah, and if he's going to go, he's always carrying his trusty CTU <laughs> double-sided axe. <laughs> yeah, no guns for Brock. No. No way. No, he's like John Henry Irons, just two axes, one in each hand, just working his way, cleaving <laughs> his way through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he also worships Crom. Yeah, he, he look... Crom laughs at your puny gods. <laughs> I I really, I we both were enamored by this show so much that we stopped talking. <laughs> I know. I know. We just we lived in like two seasons of it, going, oh my god, that would be that'd be so good. I was simultaneously so loving good. Conan the Barbarian and this fictional Twenty Four show. I don't know if you like that silent moment you just heard. It was just me and Scott just going. Oh, wow. It's the deepest of salivation. Just like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Like, just complete silent appreciation for that thing we made up. Yeah. 
Yeah, 24 tag team starring Jack and Brock Bauer. Ah, I would I'd be so good. Uh, yeah. There's a great YouTube video online of how many people Jack Bauer has killed, like, from all seasons. Really? Yeah, and it's... Oh, like a big mashup? Yeah, and it's been the... Like, last I saw, it was over, 100? over, over 200. All right. That might have just sold me on watching the show, but I know I'll get disappointed in hour two when no Brock Lesnar shows up. Well, like, uh, Bauer does some wrestling moves here and there. That's pretty cool. Really? Like yeah, what? Uh, Pile drivers? I want to say he does a snapmare, but I could be really wrong. Okay, I could see a snapmare. Uh, he does one of my favorite moves, which I've never seen in wrestling, which is somebody's, he has, he's in a rear naked choke yeah. and he does the backflip. Like he runs up the wall and he like reverses it. Which I've only seen twice. Wait, what do you? Okay, so he's got. Where's Bauer? Is Bauer the one getting? Bauer's choked getting or he's choking. Choked. Bauer's getting choked. Okay, and then he uh, runs up a wall, like he climbs up the wall with his feet, and he does the backflip. Like that's the only way to get out of a rear naked choke, besides stabbing the person behind you with the pen that you've struggled to get off your desk. WrestleMania seven or eight. I always confuse it. I don't think it's nine. It's like seven, eight, or nine. Roddy Piper. Versus Brett the Hitman Hart with the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. That is where that happens, sir. That's right. That is where that happens. We watched that one together. Yes. Okay. I can never pull which WrestleMania that is. But you look it up in the network. You'll see. That's fine. Yeah. That's where Jack Bauer stole his move I from think, Brett the Hitman Hart. Look, if I ever am writing an action TV show, I'm going to be stealing a lot of stuff from wrestling. Are you kidding me? I want to see in a movie where uh, someone does the go to sleep, uh, but onto a, like, um, onto a marble table corner. Instead of the knee at the end. Or like a lawn mulcher? Like a, a wood chipper? Uh, the wood chipper? That would be, I think you do a bulldog, get somebody into the wood chipper. You have to, like, the dangerous part is... <laughs> you don't clear your left hand. Yeah, you don't clear, oh, God. Yeah, then you're getting sucked in also. That's the other thing, is like, with a, a wood chipper, I don't think necessarily you'd get pulled in. No, of course you would. It has to. It's that horrific. You have to get pulled in if you accidentally pull Yeah, on. because that's how bad you want to pull the move off that you just go... It's my left hand. I don't need that one. I need my right hand. And I think I described this. Did I describe this on the show or we were out with for drinks or something? And I described, I want to see someone do a spine buster in a movie, but I want whoever's yeah. taking the spine buster, I want their stomach to explode. <laughs> right. So just... when they get off of the person, they're covered in blood, but the person who they spine bustered, just torso, like from the shoulders down and then spinal cord. And then it's it goes again from the uh, from the groin down. Yeah, you want their midsection to basically be the contents of a water balloon. Yeah, <laughs> I want the, I want that to pop. Like, hey, what are you doing with me? Splat, pow, and yeah. then oh god, like they can still talk long enough and still go oh god, and trying to scoop up their guts. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know my my personal favorite. Uh, a good friend of ours was in a movie, uh, Millennium Bug. And one of the characters the gets... The producer on... On, on Dave Made Amaze, Dave Made yeah. Amaze, John Charles Meyer. Uh, he's in a movie where one of the victims in that movie gets shot in the face, and it's my favorite death scene because the person gets shot in the face. Mm -hmm. I think their face gets blown off. Pretty like much. Like, the top of a the head gets blown of off. And then the hands come into frame and touch their own face, like, checking, and then they fall over dead. Yeah. Ugh. And it's a character that doesn't deserve it. No, not at all. But I love shit like that. I love where it's just like... Is this, is this really, ha it's happened, and then dead. Yeah, they don't get to die not knowing peacefully. It's not just an instant death where it's, they were shot in the face, they don't know, and they just die. Yeah. You know, we go, oh, well, at least they didn't suffer. This guy fucking suffers. This guy, bang. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Full realization, and then dead. Yeah. Um, 
There's a great scene in Dead Alive where one of the no, there isn't. Come on, the last forty minutes of that movie where it's just complete pandemonium is Ugh. brilliant. Uh-huh. The, everything leading up to that's very painful. <laughs> uh, one of the greaser zombies, like I think he gets chopped in half and all of his guts come out. Okay, but then his guts are possessed also. So there's this very weird puppet sort of internal organ zombie. And in one scene, it's chasing someone, and it falls into a sink, and it looks up at itself in the mirror. And it's just so bizarre and so weird. I love it. I love it. Yes. Steve Sears, Mr. Human Centipede 3. Ah, that was playing in a theater, and I did not go see it. Really? Yeah. I think, don't you get a pass? Don't they just let you in? I should. I'd be like, uh, perhaps you don't recognize me, but if you drop trow and turn around and look back at me, maybe you will. <laughs> oh, number 47 in the P day. Ah, 478. Ah, <laughs> yes. Um, I was going to say, speaking of blood and guts and human centipedes, but that's not really true. Speaking of just all out brawls, though. Speaking of wrestling. Speaking of wrestling. There was a Bellator MMA bout this past, uh, God, what was that? Was that Sunday? Saturday. Bellator's on... What the hell's today? I don't know. Today's Tuesday. Which day did the Russian mob want to have a Bellator event? I think it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Yes. That's common knowledge, right? I didn't just make that up. Was that in a dream I had? That Bellator is just run by the Russian mob? Well, the, uh, was it K1? Or no, Pride was run by the Yakuza. Which is awesome. Sure, when you're not directly involved. Who's the Russian guy who has the tattoo of the baby holding the sword? Who's the Russian guy with the tattoo of a baby holding a sword? Is that Emilianko? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Fedor? Boxer? Who's Fedor? Fedor Emilianenko? Yeah. That's not the guy who has long hair and looks like a vampire. No, 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 no. That's the guy who looks like Ludwig Borga. Who's Ludwig Borga? Oh, God, you got to brush up on your wrestling. <laughs> He's in Die Hard 3. What? Yeah. God, what uh, was he? What was he? Wait, was he the one of the, uh, the, guy, the guy who takes the badge in Die Hard 3? He's one of the cops. He's Well, sorry, he's one of the terrorist guys dressed as a cop. Oh, yeah. He's that, one was the, that was the, one of the first times I remember seeing a non-successful pro wrestler in a movie and freaking out and not having anyone to tell that to and like there being no internet going like Ludwig Borga and any wrestling friends that I had I'm sorry man. it was such a small window of Ludwig Borga but I remember all the hype and I was at a house show one time where he was sitting in the crowd and they were hyping his debut and I saw Ludwig Borga there and I didn't have guts enough to go up to him this is a big scary dude he's a gigantic wrestler and uh then Years later, in high school, seeing Die Hard with a Vengeance uh, for the first time in the theater. I saw it three times and then going, I swear to God, that's Ludwig Borga. That's you saw Ludwig Borga. Die Hard 3 in the theater three times? Sure did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Last great American action film, Die Hard 3. Uh, <laughs> no way. We're not having that again. I don't believe it to be true. I'm going to keep researching. I'm going to keep researching. Um, Mad yeah. Max, we claim it for America. Yeah, okay. It's ours, goddamn it. All right. Speaking of, uh, but then now you got a Nathan Jones in every four movies. Yeah. He's doing right. great. He's doing great. Uh, he, so speaking of Bellator. The, but yeah, there's there's a former wrestler who's not doing so great. Ken Shamrock. So he had this big fight with Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice, uh, famed 
a fighter who was in a lot of backstreet, back alley brawls, like uh, famous on YouTube for doing several all that stuff. cameos and in the VIP.com. Uh, <laughs> I think I know what that is. Uh, and then, uh, um, he was on the ultimate fighter. He didn't do really well. Kimbo is a great brawler. Doesn't have mixed martial arts skills. Ken Shamrock had pretty good mixed martial arts skills very early on in the whole UFC uh, life. And then now is past his prime. He's 51 years old. What is he doing getting in the ring? I hope he doesn't need the money. Uh, but on that card, on that very card of Bellator MMA, Bobby Lashley was on that card as well. What? Yeah, but TNA former World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Lashley was also on that card. Well, it didn't seem like it was played up that big. It was it was these other guys. Was, uh, Lashley's a big deal. Lashley's a real big deal. He fought Dan the Man Charles. Oh, that's... Normally there's Dan the Man... Who am I thinking of? Chris <laughs> Lieben. I'm thinking of Chris Lieben. Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Lashley, when he comes on the show, he's often... He's a little upset. Yeah. Like, things get him riled up. And uh, I didn't really want to let him in today, but... Did he win his fight? Well, when I went into the parking garage, like, he pulled in right behind me. Like, he blocked you in? Yeah, he blocked me I in. hate. I, we got to do something game. about these double spaces because they're fucking terrible. Because then you've got to tell Lashley when you when you need to leave. And he's he got past the gate. Like you know, it's it's you know the little block goes down. You take a ticket. He he went right after me. And Scott, so, I park on the street because I don't. I'd hate being blocked in in the parking lot. And if it's Lashley, I don't want to deal. Did he win? Did he even I win his Bellator shades, fight? So that way, my car doesn't get all hot and muggy. My car is nothing but hot and muggy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is Black Beauty, welcome to the swamp. We got fun and games. Um, did he win his Bellator fight? He did. Oh, great. So how can he? He's not going to be in a bad mood. He's going to be in a victorious mood. Well, I hope you're right. I hope he is in a good mood because oh, he's standing in the doorway. Uh, well, he's not a vampire. Mr. Lashley, please come in. Thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome. Welcome back, Mr. Lashley to Curtain Jerks. The first guest, or am I the last guest? Um, you're the first guest today. Oh, Jesus, it's happening again. Hey, look, you're you're still at the top of the card in my mind. I'm glad you're here. Maybe you could talk to us a little bit about your Bellator fight. Well, I should have been the main event. I'm a world heavyweight champion, after all. This is true, Mr. Lashley. This is true. Thank you so much for joining us on Carton Jerks. Uh, Scott and I are very happy to have you. Well, I'm real mad. Well, uh, Mr. Lashley, you don't have to be mad. It's a, you did win your fight, didn't you? Yeah, I should have been the main event, though. I should have been fighting Ken Shamrock. He was the first NWA TNA champion. He was, wasn't he? He could have been champion versus champion, and that would have been really, really big. That would have been big, but I don't think that Bellator would have marketed it as such using TNA wrestling belts as Why the not? as the selling point. <laughs> I'm so mad. You know, Lashley, please. Oh, Lashley, please don't touch that Jack Bauer box. It is very valuable, I think. Mr. Lashley, can I uh, can I get you a mint? Maybe something to, uh, maybe a candy? Maybe a, a soft Werther's sure, chew? Sure, I'd like a butterscotch candy. Well, how about one of these butterscotch candies? All right. All right. I just swallowed it. I'm you didn't so even mad. take the wrappers I'm off. So You're not even gonna enjoy it, Mr. I'm Lashley. So mad. I should have been in the main event. Kimbo's not anybody. Well, would you have? What if you had to fight Kimbo to get to Frank Shamrock? Would you have done some sort of program or some sort of series to get there? What if you had to eat a Snickers bar to eat a chicken? What kind of sense does that make? It makes me so mad. Well, honestly, it feels like you'd eat the Snickers bar after a chicken because it's more of a dessert kind of dish, you know? Kimbo Hungry. slices a chicken. He won't fight me. 
Oh, he won't, really? No, he won't. I had no idea. I didn't know that. He knows he's going to get beat up real bad. Well, Mr. Lashley, you're a very imposing... And he had a fake fight. So, it... All right, so Scott and I were talking about this earlier. A lot of people have been saying that it's a fi- uh, kind of a fake-looking fight. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it was real fake. I think those guys were forgot what type of show they were on. This is mixed martial arts where you fight for reals. That's yeah, that's what you I hear. fight for real reals. Now, why would they? Why do you think they would fake a fight like that? Because they don't know how to fight, and they know if they step in the ring with a real man like me, a real real man's man. You listen to the words coming out of my mouth, Kimbo, and being Ken Shamrock. You're a bunch of you're a bunch of pussies. Wow. The very strong words here on the Curtain Trucks podcast today, Mr. Lashley. Oh, I... no, let me do an impression for you. Let uh, me do an impression uh, for please. you. Please. I'm Ken Shamrock and I'm a pussy. Oh, wow. I'm Ken Shamrock and I'm a pussy. And You want another impression? Uh, please, you Mr. Bobby impression? Lashley, please. I'll have another impression. Hey, I'm Kimbo Slice and I sound like a pussy. <laughs> you hear the voices I'm doing? Hi, I'm Ken Shamrock and I'm a pussy. Kimbo Slice and I'm a pussy. Well, Bobby Lashley, these are... They're a bunch of pussies. I, Bobby, look, we're like we're quite a popular podcast, so if you're calling them out, you might be starting something for I'm another program. I'm calling them out for being pussies. Now, this was Bellator 181 Unfinished Business, is that right? Bellator Pussy Fest 98, I don't know, it doesn't matter if they're headlined by a bunch of pussies like them. Well, Bobby, it sounds like you're calling out both of them, and I hope you get a chance to fight both of them. I'll fight them in a three-way. Uh, that that seems really dangerous for MMA, doesn't it? Doesn't seem it? dangerous for me because I know how to knock those pussies out. All right, all right. I mean, I'd like and to I see it. I won't be pulling my punches. I'll be going all the way through. Okay, well, like through their faces. I will punch through their faces. Bobby, I don't think I the point is to kill down anybody. And I will eat them up. I'll eat up their pussies good. All right, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. Honestly, I think you're a very imposing force in professional wrestling as well as the MMA world. I can do both. I know. You've obviously been able to transition between both pretty seamlessly, right? I'm almost I'm almost also got a uh, sponsorship ad, too, that I wanted to just announce on here. That's a really big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley, if you'd like to announce your new sponsor, this, uh, this is a big deal in the this, uh, this MMA world. This is a really big deal. Yeah. With Monistat 7. To protect pussies like Kimbo Slice and Ken Shamrock, who go get knocked out. I will knock these pussies out with Monistat 7. Bobby, that's, you know what? I think it's a very clever sponsorship. I think that I I applaud you on getting that because it works really well with the things you're saying. It gets me so mad that they get paid more than me for being big old pussies. You know what, Bobby? I apologize on behalf of Bellator. It's not my place, but I just want to let you know I'm sorry. I'd love to see you at the top of the card. Someday, someday they're going to get what's coming to them. Uh, look, I want to make sure you're comfortable here. Do you want to hang out in the guest breakfast lounge? Or we could probably get you a sleeping bag or something if you wanted to cozy up and just sort of relax. You're welcome yeah, to. Yeah, I'd like a sleeping bag. All right, well, yeah. I'll make sure we get you one, and then you can be in there and just, you know, play some GameCube or maybe, like, uh, I think we've got the Bellator mobile game on an iPad if you want to play that. I made with so mad. I'm oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, come on. Oh. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Lashley. Let's just clean up this iPad before Scott comes back. All right. Uh, hey, where are my notes? What? Where are my notes? Oh, I thought we could just sort of wing it today. Want to wing it? There's too much information I got to convey. You know how I forget that stuff. No. Uh, here, why don't... Oh, I've got your iPad right here. Do you mind if I read it? I'll just read your iPad. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, coming up next, guys, speaking of wrestling, Broken Glass. Oh, did Bobby Lashley break my iPad? No, that's just what, uh, what's on your notes is circuit boards and the back of a broken iPad. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry, I, I can't lie. I'm a really bad liar. I can't. I can't blame you for that. Look, he's, I wish you were a better liar. I'm sorry. I, honestly, Bobby's on the show. He's always so angry. And I really, I don't know, listeners, if you could hear it, or Scott, if you notice it when you listen to the episode, but I really try to get to him and make sure that he doesn't have a bad time while he's on the show. I, I, that's why I just clear it out of the way. Sometimes I say stupid stuff, and I didn't want to make him mad. Oh, leaving it for the old cleanup crew to take care of it, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, I do what I can. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to feel intimidated. I'll do whatever I can. I don't need to be intimidated. Scott, you're like, you're a married man. You're like my best friend, okay? I don't want you to feel uncomfortable, all right? I feel uncomfortable 23-6, you know? Wow. (laughs) One day off, huh? Yeah, one day off and one hour a day. Nice. All right. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm pretty uncomfortable most of the time. And is that just on Sundays when you just spend the whole day on the crapper? That would be my dream. Is like, no way. No, it's spend all day on the crapper. That sounds like a miserable day. I don't don't poop the rest of the week and then on the uh, on Sunday. Look, this bit really derailed on me. No, I think it's very telling. No, look, I have infinite bits and I never get through all of them. See, I don't. Yeah, you get you can't spend too much time in the toilet. It's not a good sanctuary. It's bad for you. Yeah, it's actually it's physically bad for you. Yeah, because everything hangs. Yeah, I learned this from Kevin Smith. Yeah, everything hangs, and you get you get hemorrhoids or you get the uh, prolapsing. No, I wasn't thinking the prolapsing, the bad one, the um, the anal fissure. Yeah, yeah, that's dangerous. That sounds beyond scary. Guys, wrap up your toilet business quick. Yeah, get in, get out. Read somewhere else. It's not safe there. It's not safe there. It's not safe anywhere. I'm sure we'll have a guest in the future talking nothing but that. But that. But that. Hey, it's good to be back. I feel like we've had sort of an awkward schedule as of late, and I, uh, I'm i excited to be here. We have. Yeah. And I would love to do a Get Strict thing with you soon. Oh, for just of each other or like a movie? No, I mean like a movie or something. I feel like we haven't done one of those in a while, and that's always fun to, to get together and watch something. Was the last one the Paul Heyman? Document? Boy, it seems like it. Yeah, it seems like it's something like that. And I've got, I have stockpiled a lot of stuff. I, I have stockpiled a lot of crap. Should we is... do one for Mad Max? We could just go see Mad Max again together. No, Nathan Jones. Hey, here's the gets jerked. It's fucking brilliant. Go watch Mad Max it's as so many good. times as you can. Yeah. My God, Nathan Jones rocks. <laughs> he really does. Yes, they play to all of his strengths. Uh, you, you're really not. It's in contention. It's early. But it's in contention for being, I don't know, I'd say top 10 movies with a wrestler in it. Yeah. There's so many good ones. We went through the list at one point, and we even forgot a couple, but there's so many classics. A movie with a wrestler in it, but God, Mad Max and Nathan Jones is great. He's not the focal point by any means, but he's just awesome in One of the big baddies, though. Uh, Rictus? Is that who he is? Yeah, I think so. Rictus? Uh, God, that movie is just rad. You Go know, see it in the theater. Don't wait till it's uh, at home or anything like that. I mean, it's going to be good at home, but I think in the theater it's really cool. It's epic. Uh, I was just thinking while you were saying that, I was thinking how much everybody really liked The Dark Knight. And it was like, oh, it's so good. And there was a while where people were like giving it 10 out of 10 on IMDb. And it was like surpassing The Godfather Part 2. Um, I Part of me thought, like, what if you put wrestlers in like a really like a Marvel movie or a DC movie where you have... 
uh, Mr. Anderson or Batista as Two-Face. Like, you do someone who normally wouldn't be that, but you just make a big bodybuilder one of those oh, sort of I characters. Oh, so you go, you go against type and everything. Yeah, way. go against type, but put a wrestler in there. Sure. Why not? I mean... Like the Rock, the, as are... the, the Rock as the Joker? That'd be super weird. That would be... You're right. That would be super fucking weird. It would be like the Arkham Asylum movie where oh, <laughs> when where... he takes the Bane serum and he turns into the Rock at the end of the movie. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put it to the listeners. We're going to give them three options of what our next gets jerk should be. So you can tweet us. I'll probably put it on Facebook so you can reply there as well. Um, so, okay, let's, let's give them options. Uh, I have... The Wrestling Road Diaries, Colt Cabana's documentary. I just want to see that, though. Sure, but yeah. I'm putting it out there. as mm-hmm. like, that's a potential gets jerked. Uh, let's say um, we got to throw in a WWE film in there. So Do we have to? Hey, there, it's it's good fodder. All right. Uh, how, about, how about one that could be a hit or miss? We'll do The Condemned. Okay. That's Stone Cold. Yeah. And then how about you come up with a third one? Do you got something? No. You don't know. <laughs> You've got the. I, how am I supposed to pick one from your stockpile, Scott? I don't know what they are. You look at my uh, selection all the time. I do. I look at Scott's selection all the time. Maybe like once or twice a week because we only see each other then. No, I just meant the like the video selection. Um, like because I'm I have I get all my movies digitally at this point. Like, I want I rarely one of those. I want one of those TNT original movies with Hulk Hogan. Where it's like Escape from oh, Death yeah. Mountain. I bet I could track one of those down for us. I'm sure. I always like it too when when the our listeners can also have the choice of watching it easily. Hey, there's so this obscure ma- movie that only we can watch and then talk about. Yeah, that's, that's no fun. Yeah, that's that's frustrating. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of something else unusual. So we've got Wrestling Road Diaries. We've got The Condemned. And... Um, you know, I'm so blown away that there was like, I feel like the 80s were such a great place to have all those action movies and they just didn't do it. They're doing it now, but it doesn't feel like the right era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's, we got two great action movies with Jesse Ventura in it as a bad guy or a good guy with Predator and the Running Man. Right. But just back then, like all those guys were superheroes. They would have been great to see them in Cobra or their own movie or something, but I don't know. I mean, now I feel like you have a better chance of those movies getting made for some reason. Right. But I, I, every day, maybe three or four times, I think about a medieval movie with Triple H in it. Like a, a Dark Souls movie. Yeah. But sort of very sort of quiet, so you play to their strengths. Like, Triple H is a good actor, but I'd rather see him just kicking ass and have it be more like the equivalent of Drive instead of... Uh, have heat you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be complicated you can just have this sort of amazing fantasy epic the conan the barbarian is a quiet movie with a very strong straightforward story true and i think that there's a good place for that now but it's i'm surprised it didn't happen earlier i have our third movie what is it ready to rumble excellent excellent choice wrestling road diaries condemned ready to rumble be either one of those yeah so let us know you America, you decide. And UK and yeah, whoever else. else is listening. Anybody who speaks English and can figure out what we're saying, you decide. I'm glad you're using this program to learn English. Butts, 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 dicks. All right, you had your time. Mr. Lashley, please. Oh, he's hopping around in a sleeping bag. He's like a big caterpillar. Yeah, look at him. Tough Enough has... 
begun. It started. This is the new generation of tomorrow's superstars. Or tomorrow's not superstars, if we're going by anything in the past. There's very few people that have gone from Tough Enough into a career, or the Tough Enough winner being someone having any longevity in wrestling. Yeah, it's an interesting world. So it's there's a lot of pressure on this. And I know that they put a lot of pressure on these competitors uh, if you make it into the top finals like all the competitors and what they ask to do to them they try to make them mentally tough they try and make them physically tough for all everything ahead and uh you know not everybody gets picked maybe not all the worthy candidates uh get in there well, there's the, probably a few gems that slip through the old uh, gold pans yeah the old gold pans some people that were either maybe they this is day one of wanting to wrestle for them or maybe they've been wrestling for 20 years who mm-hmm. knows kevin owens is the, one of the biggest guys out there right now in the wrestling world he's been doing it longer than john cena as he's as he's stated and uh now this is his platform he's waited 15 years to do this uh maybe there was someone like that that just never got that chance someone who slipped through the cracks yeah, someone who's being held down by the man i don't know we put it out there. As Tough Enough had their submission videos, we just had an open submission to walk through the door that if you were someone that was that was uh, capable and someone that had the skills and just didn't have your chance, you could be welcome to the podcast today and have your voice be heard and tell your story. But for security's sake, we did have to give them a parking pass and make sure that they could get in and hopefully they wouldn't be blocking anybody in. But we do have a name on the docket who oh. accepted it. And uh, we've, it just says couch flipper. Couch flipper? Yeah, that's all it says. Well, hold on. We also, we're expecting a couch flipper to come in and flip our couch because it's, it's a little dusty and it needs a little, needs a little work done. Ha ha ha, guys. <laughs> Very funny. I'm couch flipper, but I'm not going to be flipping your couch. Uh, that's your wrestling name? Yeah, it's my wrestling name. Can't you tell by my headband? It says C-F. Yeah, and I see you have a little insignia that's sort of like the John Cena spinner belt. It's a couch and you can just... You can spin it on your chest, and it's yeah. It's, it's part of my T-shirt. My mom helped me make it. It's a couch that flips. Yeah, it's a felt piece of uh, felt. It's a little felt couch, and you just flip it. Yeah, well, that's really neat. Oh, well, welcome, a uh, couch flipper. Thanks, thanks. Uh, I was gonna be on tough enough. What? What? I was gonna be on tough enough. You were gonna be on tough enough. I was gonna be on tough enough. <laughs> Wait, now you say it rather bitterly. I was gonna be on tough enough. You okay? Why aren't you on tough enough? Well, they've got a lot of hoops that you got to jump through and i only flip couches i don't flip through hoops wait do you mean do you mean this is a metaphor that you're supposed to no tough enough has a series of challenges and criteria that you've got to be better than to be a professional wrestler i mean what's up with that you're not even really making eye contact with me as we're talking you're just going through your phone right now yeah well look i've got a lot of important tweets to read (laughs) to read yeah to read okay and i guess that's a lie and most of them are just pictures i follow pictures you follow pictures yeah like great pictures in history (laughs) yeah and they tweet pictures and i look at them okay do you favor you like vine yeah i like vine six seconds of pictures it's just, it's several pictures. Yeah, animated to make a video. Look, couch flipper. Um, these these obstacles that you had to go through, these challenges, this criteria that yeah yeah had. yeah 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 exactly. All these so all these things are tough enough. So it's like, are you tough enough? So you were chosen. Are you tough enough? You were chosen. Are you tough enough? Are you? Am I? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure. Well, out. Well, not for their games. 
But well, I mean, I'm a wrestler. I wrestle all the time. So you are a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you wrestle? Uh, small dates, indie shows. What? Just waiting to get booked, you know. Okay. You haven't been booked yet, or is there one particular promotion you work for? Well, on Sundays at my wrestling school, sometimes we do a little exhibition stuff, and our parents come and watch, whatever. You mean the school that you train at? Yeah, what'd I say? Your wrestling school. Yeah, my wrestling school. I just train there, but sometimes I call it my wrestling school. Okay. Uh, so you train at a wrestling school still. Yeah. What's the wrestling school? Oh. You don't mind my asking. Slammers. <laughs> Slammers. Okay, where where are they located? I mean, we Irvine, like, Irvine Slammers, Irvine, California. Yeah. Well, yeah, gee, that's down by me. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it's a little warm when it's summertime. Is it is it in the spectrum? What of what? The Irvine spectrum of like autism. What? What are you talking? What pictures are you looking at right now? Uh, look, you. The Irvine Spectrum. It's a very big uh, shopping center and a place to. Do oh, stuff. it's a venue. <laughs> yeah, it's a venue. When people say Spectrum. I always think autism. Uh clearly. Do you? I, no judgment, but do you? Do you have autism? Uh, not to my knowledge. Maybe. All right. Well, that's worth looking into. Uh, look, I can't look into myself unless I use a mirror. Come on. Okay. Um. Look. Okay. I want to be a wrestler, and tough enough thinks I'm not tough enough. Are, okay. So what was the? Did you get chosen to be in the final group of tough enough? Uh, no. Okay. I was trying to. What Look, happened? What happened was they said you can be a part of Tough Enough. Sure. And I chose not to be because they have so many different issues and so many different things I got to sign. Right. Yeah. It's... Are you ready for extraneous physical exercise activity exceeding hundreds of pounds? Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the job is you're going to be wrestling guys that are bigger than you and quicker and stronger. And uh, look, when I'm reading the dirt sheets and I'm figuring out what I want to do in wrestling and what kind of wrestling I do and how I'd be better than all other wrestlers yeah. and how I'd book it. Yeah. That seems to be not of no consequence to the WWE people. Oh, so you're saying you can, you can lay things out better. You can book it better. Yeah. I can book it way better. So when I showed up at tough enough with all my story ideas, they were like, but you're here to compete. And I'm like, I know I've got this great thing where I pin the undertaker. Is that that large trapper keeper that you're carrying with you? Yeah. It's your... got my bits in it. Oh, your bits. You call them my bits, my story bits. Okay. So that's, that's all just booking ideas is what you have in that trapper keeper right there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I see you have the hollies on the, on the front of that trapper. Yeah. Keeper. Hardcore hollies. He's going to wrestle me and, and I'm going to beat him up. Yeah, and you have Crash Holly on. Yeah, well. everybody frowns when I mention Crash Holly. Oh, he was great. He's he's finally remembered. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's a really great wrestler. Who's on the back of that Trapper Keeper? Oh, the back. Flip it over. What do we got here? Got this great picture of uh, what? China. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The beautiful great. satellite picture of China. Satellite. <laughs> yep. Sure is a satellite picture of her. Um, I'm guessing that's uh, that's. The, a Google satellite image of her in her home somewhere? No, uh, yeah, just this beautiful landscape of China. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, Look at that tiny line going across it. Mm-hmm. That's a wall. So, Couch Flipper, you're saying that you train to be a wrestler. You want to be a wrestler, but you found that Tough Enough was putting hurdles up in your way so that you couldn't book all of wrestling the way you wanted it to. Duh, that's what I've been saying for the last, like, 11 minutes. I know, I'm just trying Thanks to... Thanks for clearing it up for everybody, God. Sure, no problem. Um, So, do you want to be a wrestler or a booker? 
you're going through your phone again right now. You're really not even paying attention to what's being said. Oh my god, that's exactly what the WWE said when they were doing their camera tests. And they were like, hey, so if you were representing the country, or the company, what, how'd you do it? And I was on my phone and they were all like, bleh. And I was like, gah, I'm booking it. Did you meet Bill DeMott? Oh, no, he left before I got there. Oh, okay. I was going to wrestle him naked. <laughs> Why? I read the dirt sheets. Look, I, I think I think you're just, not to say that I know everything that's going on, but maybe you're just a little unaware of what you're getting yourself into. Look, I can do 15 push-ups, and I can get down with the brown. <laughs> what? Um, that's what they call it when you wrestle too hard and you poop your drawers. Look... I think that... No one's ever said that, but I feel like I came up with all these wrestling slogans. Just like, you know, mm-hmm. they have their, like, the, their wrestle speak. I just came up with a bunch of new stuff for them. Look, I, I, Couch Flipper, I, I don't know if you're quite ready. Couch for... Flippers uh, call that wrestling. What? Flipping couches. I was at my friend's party, and I flipped a couch, and they were like, yeah, NWO. And I was like, nah, and I flipped a couch again. Okay, Couch Flipper, that sounds like a great origin story, and I hope that wrestling school goes really well over at Slammer's. In Irvine, California, but I, I just don't know if, if you're quite ready yet for... I don't think you're tough enough yet. That's exactly what WWE said when I had all these complaints for them. Well, they might be right on the money, and maybe you'll have to show them someday by, by uh, you know, learning how to wrestle and pay attention. Oh, that's exactly what my teacher at Slammer said. So sorry that it's everything's so rough going. Well, look, you want to know what's rough? It's trying to type up your complete recap of Raw while it's happening. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be really tough, man. And then once you get to the big finish and say how whoever won the match, then you've got to rate it. You don't have to. Yeah, you do. Well, every recap, you've got to rate every match, especially if you're a big time wrestler like me. Well, I know what I'm talking about. I totally know if Kane or Dean Ambrose had a good match or not. P.S. They stink. Buh. All right, every go back to your wheelchairs. Who? What? <laughs> Who's got to go back to their wheelchair? Uh, wheelchairs is what I call the back. Okay. Look, Couch Flipper, thanks so much for being on. If you could have just, uh, on your way out, just flip our couch. <laughs> pay me. If I flip, then pay me. Uh, well, then thanks so much for stopping by. Can I keep whatever change I find underneath you your couch? You can find whatever change. Great. I don't need it, but I'm going to keep it anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, that couch is not moving. <laughs> the couch is not moving. Uh, okay, all right, pal. Uh, well, Scott and I will flip the couch later. No, I got it. <laughs> couch is not even budging. <laughs> it's like when I try and flip it on my own. Scott, look, you came really close last time. I can help you. <laughs> look, can we just cut the 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 mic over there so that way it's just picking up extra <laughs> audio. All right, but well, you know what? I'm just gonna push the couch into the hallway. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got. <laughs> Doesn't seem like Couch Flipper has it at all. Steve is actually just pushing the couch all the way out in the hallway by himself. And I'm back. Well, uh, you know, best of luck to all of the future endeavors of Couch Flipper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it sounds like he's going to get fired a couple times. It sounds like it. Uh, are you going to watch Tough Enough? No. What's it on? USA? Yeah. So unless they throw it on the network, it's not going to happen. Is it going on right up after Raw? I don't know. I don't know. There's too much stuff to follow and figure out, and uh, Tough Enough is not a priority. If if someone says out there, like, holy crap, you got to be watching Tough Enough because it's amazing, I'll probably turn it on. But otherwise, as a regular show, it's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen for me. But you, the listener, tell me if that is something that I'm wrong about. 
But what's all right is Kurt Angle and Ethan Carter talking with Mr. Wrestling Memes Tom Anstey uh, about the world title match this Sunday, June 28th. That's TNA Slammiversary. Uh, you can follow Tom Anstey uh, Wrestling Memes on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Memes. And, of course, on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Memes. And check out his memes. He's got the best wrestling memes uh, on the planet. He smokes everybody. They're so funny. They're great. Where's he get those memes? From his brain. From his own meme brain. He's our international jerk respondent all the way from the UK. And talking with Kurt Angle and Ethan Carter III about TNA Slammiversary. Enjoy. Let's start with Ethan. Uh, EC3, uh, your streak is um, well, it's going on for either the longest in TNA or it's definitely one of the longest in TNA history. It started with North Furnham and Dewey Barnes. Does it end with Kurt Angle or does it keep going into the sunset? Wow, that is, that is, a, that is an epic question. <laughs> it began with North Furnham and you know, like the way I look in life, you know, it's, Time and life, it's a circle, and it's all bound together. It's all enclosed in one, one circle. Yes, I know what I'm saying. Bear with me. So, yes. Does it end with Kurt Angle? I can't see it ending with Kurt Angle because, honestly, as I look at my vision board I have hanging in my office, as I look at my life, as I talk to my uh, Himalayan uh, therapist who tell me things and, you know, envision the future, I don't see it ending ever. I do not ever see me losing. Um, it's interesting you bring Noah Furman up. I've actually uh, contacted him recently, and uh, in the chance I do become world heavyweight champion, the very huge, ginormous chance, because I'm EC3 and I rule, uh, I'm going to invite Noah Furman to come to the party. You know why? Because I'm a giver, and uh, he's cool, and you know, it started with him, and I'd like to see him there again. But, uh, yeah, I think that makes sense. <laughs> um, and, Kurt, uh, obviously, you'll be fighting the streak. Um, are you going to end the streak? And on a side note, how could you take out EC3's barbershop quintet? It was the best thing ever. <laughs> well, I didn't plan on taking anybody out in that quartet, but uh, they got a little bit on my nerves, and I did what I had to do. Um, the thing is... EC3 is going to lose somewhere along the line. Uh, whether it's July 1st or a half a year from now or he's World Heavyweight Gym for the next year or two, he's going to lose. Everybody loses. There comes a time when you have to accept defeat. Uh, unless he wants to retire the day after he wins the World Heavyweight title, um, uh, if he does beat me, um, then uh, he will remain undefeated, but if he doesn't step into retirement, he's going to lose. And the one thing I want him to realize is that if he does lose to me, there's no shame in that. Now, if he loses the Rockstar Stun six months from now for the World Heavyweight title, uh, I think he's going to have a hard time living with that. So uh, if you're going to lose anybody, it's not a bad thing to lose a Kurt Angle. Okay, thanks, guys. Let's not give the UK people any, any ideas about me losing the Rockstar Stun. Anytime soon. Hey, Spuds of Fire. <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. And uh, EC3, we'll get you a children's choir or something to replace the barbecue shop quintet. Yeah, give me a, ha- give me a baker's dozen of kids, <laughs> and that'll uh, be fine. 
Himalayan therapist. That's the best kind of therapy. High altitude. Kurt Angle's got to look out. He has a Himalayan therapist. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think's going to happen, Steve? Uh, are we going to watch Ethan it? Carter the third stay undefeated? That's, that's or does Kurt Angle retain the championship? This is big. This you love stakes. These stakes are huge. This is the unstoppable object and the immovable object. Yeah, this is the unflippable couch meeting the uh, the flippable couch flipper. The couch flipper. It's tough, man. What happens? They surrender? Is that what's the? How's that go? Do they surrender? Have you <laughs> they forgotten both what wrestling is? <laughs> I think they just. Jesus, I'm pretty Christ. sure what happens is they both go into the ring, shake hands, and collapse into a pile of ash. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what happens. I don't, well, Steve Sears hasn't seen wrestling in a while, everybody. I think so Ethan Carter can send some cartoons of what takes place. I think uh, Ethan Carter gets the belt. You think so? Yeah. You think he takes it off of Kurt? Mm-hmm. You think he gets the strap? I think he gets the strap. Does he get all the respect from the boys? I think so. Finally, Ethan Carter gets a uh, gets to ride up in the front seat. You know, that's an NXT guy right there. Yeah. That was a when they were doing the reality version of it all. Like what basically is tough enough mm-hmm. that it was a guy that they went, ah, we don't see anything in you. And look at him now, major contender mm-hmm. in the world of TNA, and one of the if you're not watching TNA. He is a reason to watch. If you are not familiar with the character of Ethan Carter III, we talked about the barbershop quintet that he had a little while back. Uh, it made Kurt Angle laugh uh, when Tom was talking about it there. it's He's just a great guy to watch on TV. He's a great talent, and you got to be watching it for that. You so, got to. Get a bunch of friends over. I always say this about teenage pay-per-views. If, if you're gonna, if you're thinking about watching it and you're on the fence, just get a bunch of friends over. You chip in a couple of bucks each. You get some pizzas. You have some ice cream. You have fun. Oh, and you drink beers. Most of you drink beers. So drink beers and just have fun. Or just have pizza and ice cream. Yeah. And then drink some beers. Yeah. Be a Ninja Turtle. Put that ice cream on the pizza. Yeah. Why not? And yes. Cowabunga, dudes. Cowabunga. Turbular. Turbular. Red Bulls. Turbular Red Bulls. Okay. It's time for Jerk Tweets. Follow us at Twitter, at Curtain Jerks, and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. It can be questions about the podcast, questions about upcoming guests, uh, questions about wrestling, if, that's, uh, if that strikes your fancy. But we have Koenig Chandler asking, what is your top five wrestling shirts you have ever gotten? Top five. Mm-hmm. What have you gotten? Like three in your lifetime? Mm-hmm. You probably have amassed five, right? I can tell you. Uh, it's not so much my top five. It's just the all of the wrestler shirts I think I own. Well, that's your top five, sir. Yeah, I've got a stone. I had a stone cold nylon sort of weird, uh, stretchy camo jersey with Stone Cold's face on it. it. Was half Stone Cold, half Skull. Okay, that was pretty great. Uh, I had the Eddie Guerrero rip shirt. Really? You bought that one? Yeah. Um, and then... Do you still have that? No, I don't think so. Uh, and then I've got the an Undertaker weird vintage one and a uh, Bray Wyatt Undertaker shirt I got at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It was four. And then I have a old school NWA t-shirt that I got from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those aren't so much my top five. I mean, I think my favorite one is the Stone Cold one, and my second one is the Bray Wyatt one with Undertaker, but it's too small. That's on sale. Uh, it's in the clearance bin now for like $8. Uh, are you kidding me? No. Ugh. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get an extra large one and wear it to the gyme. Yeah. Yeah. Sweat that sucker out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my top five, boy, if I can remember them all. I'm gonna, okay, I'm immediately going to throw number five 
in a professional setting that I was supposed to be in, conducting an interview with uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, I see their shirt and I go gaga over it. Their Tango and Cash style T-shirt mm-hmm. of Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. So that's, that's number five. I'm going to say uh, my Matt Hardy version one shirt. Yeah, you're a big fan of that one. I'm a big fan of that one. I wore. I'm. In, I have so many embarrassing photos of myself wearing that wearing that shirt with Vince McMahon, with Stephanie McMahon, and it's just obvious and ridiculous. And I got to wear it uh, in a in a little thing with Matt Hardy of On Your Mark Wrestling. If you watch that episode with a uh, good looking dude Skeeter Skyflyer on there wearing a V1 shirt, it happened to be in my trunk. No one believes me. They thought I just had it around, but it. I always have extra clothes in my trunk. Mostly wrestling related. Because sometimes you do a podcast and you sweat like a fiend. Mm-hmm. And so you have a couple extra shirts in the back. One of the shirts, I just thought it was a black t-shirt. Or I thought it was some other black shirt. I didn't realize it was my V1 shirt. And it paid off in a huge dividends that day. I was about to say, I was hope, I hope that sentence ends with dividends. And he said dividends. It was great. Like, I, I kept it hidden. And then when we it popped up, it, like I, I did a reveal of the shirt. And it was part of the gag. So uh, uh, maybe I'll post that uh, episode again. Because... I really enjoyed it. Uh, number three would be all the XFL jerseys that I have. He has a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, number two would be my WrestleMania 19 jersey. It's a button-up. Uh, That's a cool like one. The mesh type jersey. Uh, I, I regret the to this day not buying a number 18 one. I saw it and I I just didn't buy it. I'm glad that I was didn't... the coolest one. That was the coolest one. I'm glad I didn't get any of the WrestleMania shirts from. Uh, this last one because they were not cool looking. No, they weren't. They were some disappointing ones. I mean, they had the soccer sweaters, the soccer zip up ones that were pretty cool, but those yeah. were straight up ninety dollars. Yeah, f that and it's a hole. Uh, granted, the t-shirts I bought were like it was a thirty-five dollar t-shirt at WrestleMania, and I bought it too small. Yeah, stoops. Now they're on clearance sale. Uh, you know, they sent back the t- I, when I asked for an upgrade, they sent it back to me. Because you wrote them a note written in crayon with the R's backwards. They love kids. <laughs> you should send. Something and I love to my the Russian R's. You should send something to the website saying what's going on. It's too late. No, it's never too late. Never give up. All right, John Cena. Uh, my number one favorite shirt, Cactus Jack t-shirt that i got at wrestlemania 2000 there were two left and it was a size large which at the time was a i was a little heavy heavier at the time so it was a size too small for me but it didn't matter i needed that shirt and now it fits you like a charm right it sure does like a charm so those are our top five wrestling shirts that we got there koenig chandler um steve the prime time players are finally the tag team champions they were a tag team Years ago, they had a manager. They had, it was famously uh, was with them. A.W. Abraham Washington. They got into a lot of controversy. Then they lost their momentum. Then they got it back together. And then they got split as a tag team. Yeah. And then were were single stars. It looked like Titus O'Neil might have gotten fired there for a bit. Darren Young was hurt for a long time. They reunited, and then they, there was a groundswell of like, oh, maybe something will happen. And everybody thought, no, New Day's rocking too hard. They're not going to lose their tag belts. But lo and behold, at um, Ah, God, what was the pay-per-view? I can't even keep them straight. Uh, Money in the Bank? Money in the Bank! New Day loses the tag team titles to the primetime players. And primetime players are still the reigning and defending tag team champions. Can you believe it? I can. Well, I think, on look, not to, to dumb down the excitement, I can believe it because I think it's their time. 
it is their time. And, uh, you know, people were wondering on Twitter when this happened or was tweeting about the show. People thought well, they also didn't know when the pay-per-view was. They when didn't did know, this like, happen? What is this? What's the hashtag for this? They wanted to know what AW's thoughts were on this. And he's been on the show. He's very controversial. Very controversial. Very con- you thought it was controversial when he had a live mic on the ring. Uh, he is even more controversial on our podcast. Yeah, he is a... Uh, I don't like having him on the show. He makes me uncomfortable. He makes me uncomfortable, too. Uh, but I thought we gotta we gotta please the listeners. We gotta know what AW's thoughts are on the current run of the primetime players, the team that he helped uh, become noticed. So... I gave an open invitation to AW, and you were just handing out those open invitations. We are out of parking passes. Hey, we got an open door policy, but it was ever since we got that little uh, gate for the for the um for the parking oh, lot. Oh, he's making here. Things he's <laughs> oh, what's happening? It's Scott Nava, Steve Sears, the Curtain Jerks. AW, it is a pleasure to have you on the podcast. It is a pleasure to be here. Don't even worry about that parking pass snafu. I Ubered. You Ubered here. I Ubered. Oh, no conspiracy when it comes to Uber? Oh, it's plenty of conspiracies coming about the Uber, but like, you want me to talk wrestling? You want me to talk about the truth? You want me to talk about what's real? I would love for you to talk about what's real. All right, well, Uber has got serious issues with doing background checks on their drivers, so if you want to Google sexual assault and Uber, you're going to get yourself a plenty of results. Are you serious? Wait, yeah. There are a lot of Uber drivers are committing sexual assault? Yeah, they just pick people up after they get their requests, and guess what? Don't drive them to their location. Drive them to a vacant lot somewhere and then sexual assault them. Re- what? They're still just driving and then they reach one hand back and just No, no. They stuff? just stop the car and get in the back and do some terribly nightmarish, nasty shit to you. Are you serious? I ain't fucking around, man. This is real. Wait, where is this going on? Check the internet. Everywhere, every major city that you've got Uber going on, it's happening. Canada, <laughs> Canada's a winter wonderland. <laughs> Canada, they'll drag an Uber out, a Uber driver out into the street and slit their fucking throat. You know what I'm saying? I I did not know this. I've only taken. And if they don't, they should. I, that may be controversial, but I'll say it right now. Uber drivers should be killed in the streets of Canada if they're responsible for some sort of sexual crime. You know, normally I disagree with what you say, but this one I can get behind. Hey, sometimes controversy brings people together. Why did you take Uber then? Oh, it's just an app I had in my phone. <laughs> All right, that's fair enough. It's Los Angeles. No, hey, traffic. Traffic. Oh right? man, traffic. Um, okay, let's now switch over to wrestling. Switching gears to the wrestling. Yeah. All right, I hear you. Yeah. Prim- primetime players. Yeah, baby. They're the tag team champions. Now. Millions of dollars. 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 What are your thoughts on this? Look, I think those guys made good. I think they did really good. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want to be sad that I'm not a part of it. But I want to let you know that those guys, I knew they were good from the beginning. And they went their separate ways. And when they came back together, they win the Tag Team Champions. So, if you think about it, when they come back together, good things happen. So, when people come back together, good things happen. So, if you just really... Really put it down on paper. When people come back together, good things happen. AW. When people come together, you know, just uh, good things happen. AW. And that's that's no decapitated Uber driver who sexually assaulted someone either. You know, that's... <laughs> which is real. No, you know what? Maybe that is an Uber driver who got decapitated for a sexual crime. Think about that. Maybe that's real. Maybe... Maybe that's real, Scott Dobbins, Steve Sears. 
AW, I'm going to say the conspiracy is that you're not admitting that you're sad about this. Well, but, but who's got to be sad about this, player? I mean, this is just a this is just a guy on a podcast saying good things happen when people come back together. Do you How's want, that a conspiracy? Do you want to be reunited with the primetime players on WWE? I want to be reunited with the primetime players on WWE? You're saying it as a question. Am I? I'm sorry. Do I want to be reunited? Yeah, do you? With the primetime players? It seems like you do. I've never seen someone's eyes well up so much with tears and then it all goes up into their the top of their eyelids like the Undertaker rolling the eyes into the back of his head. It's it's quite the sight. I've never seen that before. You know, Undertaker's a great guy. When he came back together with Kane for the Brothers of Destruction, that was good. Or even Paul Bearer, who is like a father to both of them. Yeah. Which yeah. one could argue that AW is like a father to the primetime players? One could definitely argue that AW is a father to the primetime players. He's the big daddy of the primetime players. You, it looks like you're holding a, a photo. Oh, hand. this? No, it's nothing. This is just it a, looks like a photo. Do you no, mind? Do you mind no, it's just a handkerchief for my tears. Oh my gosh, this is all three of you on a horse. Yeah, yeah. Well, last last time I was on the show, I rode a horse, and uh, just uh, me and um, Darren Young. Uh-huh. And the other one? And the other one, big, big Titus O'Neil. Yes, you got that right. Sometimes when you're on here, you don't exactly get, get the right. You know, sometimes beautiful, beautiful black men just really blur in my mind as a cornucopia of, of brotherhood. It's Yeah, it's all three of you on a horse. It's Titus O'Neil in the front, you in the middle, and then Darren Young on the, on the back end there. And all of you just have one arm over another, and you're just smiling real big. And yeah, you see us waving, waving to the person taking the picture. Mm-hmm. Who, who took that Howard picture? Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel took that picture. <laughs> Is that right? Howard yeah. Finkel. We were all on vacation. He was just there at Sandals, too, and he just took the picture off. I'm now just crying. Now you got to cry. No. Wait, Howard Finkel was I, just there on his I own? Just, I don't was know. Was he wearing his tuxedo? Yeah, no, he was wearing his tuxedo. He always in sandals. He was wearing a bathing suit. I don't know. He never. He always seems to be wearing his tuxedo. Well, he was wearing a bathing suit that had a tuxedo on it. I just <laughs> good things happen when people go together. You know. I think you guys should reunite together. Well, but I think what everyone's concerned about is that you'll say something that'll get them in trouble again. What? What? Who? Who am I gonna get in trouble? I just Darren Young and Titus O'Neil. Why don't you write an email to the WWE Network? What? Saying that you want me on the on on the on your iPad on your on your smart TV. Well, my iPad has been broken by Bobby Lashley, so that's rather difficult. I can't really do that. I'm I I don't want to manage Bobby Lashley. No, I'm I want to manage no. the primetime players because that's who's really my hey my hey my hey my hey my hey days. What my hey days? Okay, 
I would love for you to manage the primetime. I would love for Uber drivers to get decapitated if they've committed a sexual crime. I, what? That's what's we're just being real with each other, Scott. It, it seems like you've really turned a corner. It seems like you're not out looking for vindictive conspiracies or something that's racial anymore. It, no, now no, it's all, I, it's I'm, all about I'm playing love. it. I'm playing it as as straight as an arrow, so I I can get back on TV mm-hmm. with my friends, with my primetime players. That's great. They're I mean, the players. I'm the coach. I don't hate the coach or the players or anything the coach might say. Just love the players and the game. That's great. I mean, it's it's great to hear that there's no more conspiracies that you have. I'm sh- I'm sure that you look at the entire tag division and you wouldn't see any conspiracies about anyone. Well, look, that's the tag team division. But I mean, honestly, do you really think Uber is going to value your privacy in any way? They're just going to check where you're going and then, you know, just sell that information whenever they want. To who? Advertisers, corporate interests, it doesn't matter. They certainly don't give a shit about the drivers having sexual assault histories. Okay, well... Well, But that's not important. Don't even tell anybody about that. We don't even... What? Just cut that part out. Just keep the part where I say... uh, Action. Okay. (laughs) Action... Primetime players. Okay, this is what people are worried about. You being having a lot of microphone and wanting to have edits because of something you say. Well, I, look, I've been cool about this. Can you be cool about this? I'm being cool about this. We're giving you a platform to, to say what you want to say. Right, because I would hate to crawl up into your ass and wear you like a suit. What? White boy. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just let me, let me, please. I, I just, think that's the last photo that Howard Finkel took of you three. You wish. Yeah, clearly, if you're saying like that. That one doesn't come out of my wallet. What? I just think it'd be great. <laughs> Good things happen when people come together. I think so, too. And I think uh, maybe you should go find them and get together with them because I feel threatened. I feel like you're an Uber driver because you want to climb up into my ass and wear me like a suit. That is a very, very accurate portrayal. And I'm glad that you took what I said seriously. I do. But it's just a conspiracy. And you know what's not a conspiracy? What? The love I have for the primetime players. I'm glad So those players, if they need a coach... In the words of the immortal Alex, right? I'm available. I'm glad you listen to our show. I love it. I, I love. Look, play, please uh, give us a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us out. I look. I don't. I don't have iTunes. Everybody has iTunes. No, I don't. I don't need to be part of that spider labyrinth conspiracy of Taylor Swift's Illuminati butthole. I don't need any of that. Okay, you're you're burying yourself now. No, no. I, but just, just, just tell him I said hi. Just to, all right. Just just tell them I said I'll, what's I'll, up. All I'll right. Tell the primetime players you said hi, and I'll tell the WWE you said hi. Great. Just write the network an email. I will. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank AW. you so much. It's so good to see you, Scott. And I've received you. I feel like such a doofus for crying on on the air, but I just hey, give me a hug. Uh, all right. Hey, man, that's a the black guy hug. You should feel good good about that. Uh, thanks. I, I I am uncomfortable sometimes when it comes to that stuff. Hey, look. All you got to do is make a fist. And then you pat the back of the person's back with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we'd do one of these. Okay, I extend my hand. Yeah, just grasp it. Grasp it. Yeah, and then release. Release. Fist. Aeroplane. Yeah, you're doing the aeroplanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. All right. Uh, Steve C.O.C. Ram. Wow. I mean, that was the most emotional side of AW we've ever seen on the show. Yeah, man. I honestly now I'm just uncomfortable because he's so raw with us. He's so emotionally raw. I'm uncomfortable because now I feel I can give every black person I know a black person hug, and I don't know if they're cool with that. You know what? I think you're just going to have to 
<laughs> you're just gonna have to play it by ear in each situation. No way, man. Not now that I know it. I put, I make a fist, and I do the the fist on the back. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? More power to you. Yeah, black power. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> white power. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's no, that's... Chinese power. There we go. Oh well, very soon, Scott. <laughs> yeah, very soon. I'm very excited. I don't even know if I'm saying soon. It's happening. All right, guys. I can't wait. Jack to Ma, say... Google him. <laughs> To say that this uh, episode is brought to you by China. Yeah. All of it. In a lot of ways, it is. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting time. Uh, John Cusack, Jackie Chan, and Adrian Brody in a kung fu movie together. When? Uh, it's already out in China. It's called Dragon Blade, I think. Shut up! Yeah. Uh, it's a period piece. John Cusack. Uh, why? John Cusack plays a Roman general. Adrian Brody plays another Roman general. Gen- <laughs> genital. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie Chan plays Jackie Chan. I wish that they played characters from movies that weren't successful. I wish uh, John Cusack played Edgar Allan Poe again, and then. Oh uh, yeah, versus. And I think Jackie Chan should just play Jackie Chan, uh, who's gone back and past to ancient mainland China. He should play Jet Li. No, no, no. He should play Jackie Chan. just use wires now. He doesn't do too much wire work. No, he doesn't. They just throw him off of buildings and say, land well. Honestly, uh, I saw the trailer for this. I think it's called Dragon Blade. It's on Apple trailers. Uh, I thought it was so cool that I would say uh, it's a perfect sort of like tied you over till Game of Thrones. Not tied you over. Just from that sort of weird kind of Game of Thrones uh crater that we're in right now now that the show is done until next year are there boobs in it i don't know it is not a substitution for game of thrones then how many episodes of game of thrones have you seen one and a half did you like them i get it i i get the whole thing i'm fine it's great yeah meh all right listeners you heard it here first curtain jerks is decreed game of thrones yeah yeah that's right wrestling ah Ah. spelled the same yeah uh Next week on the show, we will have ODB, current ROH star, uh, hot sauce queen, uh, Airstream master of, uh, what, Airstream, uh, what's a good uh, alliteration for that, Airstream? Aerodynamic. Oh, aerodynamic Airstream uh, uh, queen. There you go. Let's use queen again. Bartender, uh, just all around extraordinary performer and woman, ODB is on the show next week. Um, that is going to be fantastic. Thank you to Wrestling Memes, Tom Anstey. Again, follow him on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Memes and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Memes for getting this uh, interview with Kurt Angle and Ethan Carter III. Slammiversary is this Sunday, June 28th. It's Slammiversary number 13. Are you going to be watching? You should. Big matches on the line, including that title match. Uh, 16 pizza, bits. ice cream. Yes, put do them it. together. Wrap them up. Do a do a pita. And then sixteen bits podcast. Pita pizza, cream. ice cream. Yes, yeah, do bits it. Podcast that I do with Josh Callahan. It's also available on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you like this show, then you'll love that show. It's a good old time. Uh, I am on AfterBuzz TV SmackDown. So if you uh, maybe if you don't even watch SmackDown, you're like, I just want to recap with Scott. I would watch AfterBuzz more th- before I'd watch SmackDown. Yeah. So it's a uh, spoiler it's- alert. Uh, Rome, Christian, Corey, and myself are all having a good time and just joking around. Um, it's a it's a great panel, and we have a really good time doing that show. So you can check that out. That's on YouTube and iTunes as well. Steve, anything 
You got going no on more more than usual. Top secret projects I can't talk about. Dave made a maze. If you don't know about this, it's a movie that Steve co-wrote and produced and built and with Ooh, his own yeah. eyes and ears and hands and brain. Uh, I had the privilege of being in it. John Morrison's in it as well. You can f- uh, find all that good stuff. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you just search Dave Made a Maze, you will find it all. Um, so that's that's what we got going on right now. ODB next week. And check the catalog. Stone Cold Steve Austin. John Cena. Booker T. Uh, countless others. Countless big names. Easily found on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And uh, just go check that out if you're new to the show. Check those out, and you will enjoy it. So, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be dated. (laughs) No way. No way. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if they're still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Oh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.